In this episode, we discuss the Fae. We talk about some ancient folklore stories about them. We tell you how to interact with them and also absolutely what not to do. Let's talk about what intuition really is. Let's look at all the places intuition and ego show up in your life. Let's share honestly. Let's do the research. I'm Jamie Hayhurst. I'm Heather Wood. This This is the Intuitive Intuitive Girls Guide. Hey, Jay. In this episode, we're going to do it. We're going to talk about the Fae. Oh, finally. We finally are doing it. We mentioned it. A lot. In an obsessed segment and a lot. (laughs) But we did reference it in an obsessed segment where you asked about reading a book about fairies. Right. And we also discussed Fae in like all the Sabbath episodes. Mm -hmm. Um, Since the obsessed segment, we get so many messages where people are like, can you please talk about it? Like, what are you talking about? Please tell us all the info. I know. I know. It's just a lot. It's a lot. (laughs) Like emotionally. (laughs) it's, It's... Whenever we're doing an episode, I try to gauge almost sort of like who I think is listening. And like I have sort of these like avatars in my head of like, oh, this person listens and I know that person listens. Like, how's it going to read? Like, how how will it be perceived by these different types of listeners? Mm -hmm. And I just think... Such an abandonment person. I know. (laughs) I know. I know. I'm exposing too much about myself. Um, I think some people are going to love this. And I think some people are going to be like, what the... are they talking about yeah i think that tracks for us (laughs) agreed agreed (laughs) listen this is when you when you look at something like fey this is a part of pagan culture right we're gonna tell you how our pagan ancestors saw it Mm -hmm. and how they treated it you don't have to do it that way no in like anything with intuition if it reads differently for you yeah Perfect. Fine. Don't change it. Yeah, exactly. I I would like to tell everyone mm-hmm. that of the two of us, I am far more worried about Faye than Jamie. Yes. I spend more time in my life being careful of them than you do. But I also think that my house is way more affected by Faye than yours. <laughs> so I think you're on to something. I don't think anyone should walk around afraid. I no. think they should just be aware. I mean, we should just get into it, but there's so much... In our culture mm-hmm. that you're using to call in Faye and you have no idea. You have absolutely no idea. So that's where it gets tricky because yeah. it's like, oh, I don't, I'm not a pagan. I don't, I, I, I mean, no one's a pagan. It's not a religion. Right. But <laughs> someone was like, that, that podcast is, it's too pagan for me. I don't practice yeah. that. I'm like, it's not, it's not a practice. A religion. Yeah. Anyways, it's like intuitive eating is not a, a diet. diet. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> It just means how we operated before patriarchal religion. That's it. That's all pagan is. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Okay. So I'm going to I'm gonna start this episode with an intention because as I'm going to teach people... <laughs> yes. Yes. Intention with the Fae is very important. Yes. Okay. The intention of this episode is to honor the Fae and educate people about them. Not call them in. Nope. Nope. No, thank you. End. <laughs> Period. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about what they are, and then we'll talk about why intention with them is so important. Okay. All right. So they are a type of mythical creature found in many pagan cultures, particularly European pagan cultures. Yes. Okay. I have also found some Cherokee Mm. pagan tales of fae. Okay. So it's not just European, but I'm going to say... 
European pagans are the ones that we have the most info tracked right about them. Yes. I'm sure they existed in like Egyptian and African cultures as well. Right. They just may have gone by different names. Exactly. Okay. So the original term for fairy is fae. Yes. So people will say like, are you talking about fairies? Yes. But the reason we say fae is because fae encompasses more than just what you're picturing as a fairy. Yeah. Fae is like the umbrella term. Exactly. And it's for a lot of different mythical creatures. Mm -hmm. Pixies, elves, gnomes, goblins all considered fey folk. Yep. Okay. If you hear about folk magic, mm-hmm. they focus a lot on these kinds of things. Right. Mermaids, people often ask me, are they fey? They are not fey, but they are a mythical creature that's part of folk magic. Yes. So it's not an umbrella term for every single thing. It's a certain type of energy. Okay. Okay. They are indigenous to different cultures. So like if you travel somewhere Mm -hmm. you're going to approach the fey of that area okay they are attached to the land okay so we are currently interacting with fey that are mostly like native american fey indigenous fey right okay if you go to europe you're you're going to run into those fey and they're all slightly different in different cultures gotcha same as people agreed okay here is what caused our listeners to beg us to talk about this. Yes. There are rules to working with the Fae. Yes. What you've been taught fairies are... Like Tinkerbell. Yeah. Isn't exactly true. Although I will say Tinkerbell was kind of a murderous, villainous... Like if you really think of Tinkerbell, she tried to murder Wendy once. She did. I mean, yeah, she was problematic. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just saying... <laughs> But your your idea of them is not what they actually are. Yeah, like Tinker, like current Tinkerbell, like the Disney show, right? That like sort of flutter, fluttering around and yeah, making friends with everybody. I would say a tale of Fay that people are familiar with that I think more accurately describes them is Rumpelstiltskin. Yes. Okay. Yes. A leprechaun. Yes. Like like tricky. Yes. Okay. So I would describe them as wild, Mm. unpredictable, and mischievous. Yes. Okay. Just like any other energy, there are some really kind, good ones that want good things for you, and there's some really bad, yucky ones that want bad things for you. Gotcha. Okay. You got to remember, this is pagan culture. Right. So there's no no beings that are fully good or fully bad or evil. Like, that doesn't exist. Even all of their gods... Right, no, right, both. exactly. So the same with the Fae. You can come across Fae that are really sweet and helpful. Yep. And you can come across Fae that have really ill intentions for you. Yep. And everything in between. Mm-hmm. Okay. Caution is important. Yes. Just be careful. Be thoughtful. You work. Be right. thoughtful when you're working with them. Yep. Fae are more powerful than you. Mm-hmm doesn't mean if you don't understand the rules, you can't have play. some power. Right. You can't play. But they are more powerful. So you have to remember that when interacting. Well, I think it's problematic because I see a lot of people on social media that, like, want to be friends with Faye. That want to call them in. Even when right. I see, like, fairy houses. I know when little kids make fairy houses, that's different. But it mm. also is actually calling that energy in. It absolutely is. So, Probably but, without boundaries, which is the problem. Right. Mm-hmm. But, like, when like I see so many people being like, show me how to how to call the fae in. And you're like, no, no. No. Like, you actually don't. And they don't listen. 
They no. think that they they know better or they're stronger or we're going to talk about this, but like you actually don't ever want to call in Faye. No, you can identify that there's Faye energy present and interact with it. But calling it in is a real bad idea. Right. Okay. A lot of people, what you would consider in our culture calling like, Ooh, that's like demony energy. Mm. That's what Faye energy is. Right. So like all these like cultural things where there's like vampires and da 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 da. How you're seeing them is like some are some vampires are bad, but some are like Edward Cullen. You want to make out with them. You want to make out with them and like have his baby that a werewolf falls in love with. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry if you haven't seen it. I did it. not expect it. You didn't expect to go, me to down go there. That one. Here we are. You didn't expect Edward Cullen to be mentioned. I mean, I'll talk about Edward Cullen. Me whenever, too. But... I loved the, the series. <laughs> yeah. No shame. But I'm just saying. There's, hold on. There are lots of problems with Twilight, though. <laughs> Might we add? We are not. We're not saying it's like a literary masterpiece. No. And like, yeah, no. And there's a lot of undertones that we, we do not. Yeah. Absolutely. For this podcast. <laughs> we're not dying on the hill of defending Twilight. We're just saying we both happen to enjoy it. I like a sparkly vampire every now and again. That's it. <laughs> brooding but sparkly that's like absolutely perfect okay anyways (laughs) that whole cultural thing where like some of them are good some of them are bad some of them you want to make out with some of them you want to run away from. trying to murder you yeah right is fey energy gotcha same thing yep okay we're taking and calling demons fey okay okay do i think that there's also demons that are not fey yes i do right that's another episode everybody calm down let us know if you want (laughs) it So if you think of it like that, I think it's helpful. Mm-hmm. Also, Fae aren't meant to be worshipped. They're meant to work alongside of. So like what you were saying yes. before, people are like calling them in or yeah. making it part of their identity. I've seen this on TikTok where mm-hmm. they're like, look like them. They say that they have a, they identify as Fae instead of like, that's their pronoun. And they put their, their ears on. <laughs> yeah. They do that. They put like little, little ear attachments on to make, give themselves pointy elf ears. I know. Here's the thing. I think that person has already been probably or is currently being hurt by the Fae if they're right. doing things like that. Yes. That's not, you're not super well. Correct. Do I think it's bad if you like for fun dress up as a fairy? No, I do not. Right. Do I think you should have some rules there? Yes, I do. Yes. Do I think if you make it like your, your core actual personality, personality right. is a problem? Yes, I okay. agree. All right. In Ireland, they believe that the Fae live on the plane just above us. Oh, okay. And I really liked this visual. Yeah, We've I heard do like too. a lot of different things, but like they live on the plane just above us, but have access to us and our plane, but we don't have access to their plane. Yes. That's how the Irish see it. And I feel like in so many different kinds of energies, like spirit energy, angel energy, I feel mm-hmm. like that's the case. And I like that way of thinking. I love that way of thinking. Okay. Now I've got some rules for us to discuss. Yes, we need them. Okay. So you can interact with Faye. You just need to know the rules. Right. If you would like to not listen to my rules, that's fine. I'm going to tell you which ones I follow more or less or believe. Like, But you can form your own. Okay. But please have some caution. Yeah. I mean, at your own risk. At Proceed your own at risk. your own risk. Exactly. Okay. Number one, I say this all the time. I actually like lectured your daughter about it. Yes. Don't invite them into your house. Yeah. Please stop doing that. Yeah. Emma. Emma. (laughs) (laughs) 
here's the thing with inviting them in. Mm -hmm. So they need an invitation to come in. Yep. But like a vampire. Well, exactly. I'm telling you, this is just right. (laughs) Moved into demon. Right. Right. Okay. Yes. In our culture, we know not to maybe be like, or it's not gonna be normal if you open the door and we're like, any fairies want to join the party? Yes. We're probably not doing that. But you might be sitting there watching a movie where there's a fairy. Oh. Or you might have bought a notebook with a fairy on it and brought it into your house. Or bought like a cool little like sun catcher in the shape of a fairy to hang in your window. Yep. You might have a shirt with it or a ring with it. Mm. Or or you might have just put out some little candies for people to eat, like a little dish of candy. Damn it. That's all going to be seen as invitations to Faye. Okay. Okay. Should you never do any of those things? No, you can do them. You just have to learn how to create boundaries and intention is everything. Well, and I would say just being aware, like just if you're just hearing this, that's going to be pretty powerful in and of itself. Yeah. So I, if you look around my house, there is no Faye memorabilia. No. I don't allow it. No. Okay. But there are some times where like at Christmas time, there's like a little elf decoration. Okay. Yeah. So and at I, Halloween, I put candy. I put like candy corns out. Right. Mm, I love I, a candy corn. I keep them wrapped because if it's if it's candy that's not wrapped, to me, it's just like a huge invitation. So I only put wrapped oh. candy out. I'm just okay. saying. But. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> you can do it. However, just set the intention when you put it out that this is not an invitation. Okay. We honor the fae and we love that they exist outside in our yard. Right. Perfect thing to say. And these candy corn are for us. I would put three or four candy corn outside. Okay. There's your candy corn. The rest is for us. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If you're wearing a fairy shirt or have some sort of fae decoration in your house, Mm -hmm. just say this is to honor, not invite. Mm. That's it. That's easy. Okay. That's all you got to do. Yep. The other thing you can do, because you're going to do something by accident and call them in. Yeah. You're listening to this podcast in your house right now. You're trying really hard not to call them in. They're probably going to come yeah, in. because you're thinking about them. Exactly. Right. You're getting curious. You're wondering, was that that thing I keep seeing out of the corner of my eye that's like a streak of light? Is that a fae? Right. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and it's going to call them in. So you just have to ner- learn how to clear. Right. My favorite way to clear is ringing bells. Yes. Super easy. Fae get... Right the heck out of there. Yep. Our ancient ancestors, our pagan ancestors knew to do this. That's yes. why there are bells, bells on sleighs and things. Check the pagan episodes. <laughs> I mean, the Sabbath episodes. Sabbath episodes. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So learning how to do that. You can also like clear with like lavender or inappropriate for your culture way to cleanse. Smoke, right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then having a garden or something outside that you use to honor them mm-hmm. is a really good idea. So even if you just have a little area where there's like a few flowers planted, yep. put some like shiny rocks there. Yep. Say like this is for the fae. Yep. <clears throat> I have like a wind chime nearby one of mine with, mm-hmm. a, with a fairy on it. This is your garden that I honor you with. And this is where I like to connect with your energy. Right. Done. Love it. That's why I don't mind the idea of a kid having a fairy house. Right. Because it's... It's outside. Keep it outside. And they're just going to visit it or going to like add things to it. And teach your kids to keep it outside. Right. Give them little gifts outside. Mm -hmm. Honor them outside. And when your kid has like a fairy garden, which is fun and they should have. Mm -hmm. I I had one last year. Right. Or was the year before. It was the total pandemic purchase. Yes. Right. Have it outside and teach your kids like 
say when they're done playing with it, this is where I honor the fae. Right. Okay. If they have one inside, that's fine. Clear around it Mm -hmm. and then just say, we honor the fae outside. Right. I still think you should keep it outside, but if you've already got it in and you can't. Right. Okay. If your kid has like little dolls that are fairies, Mm -hmm. even little action figures that have nothing to do with fairies, sometimes that calls fae in. Yep. Just be clear. We had an issue in one of the shops where like stuff kept going missing, which is like a clear sign of Faye. Exactly. I looked all around and found this like little figurine that someone had like left in the shop. Oh. And I took it outside and threw it away and cleared and it stopped, everything stopped missing. Oh. So it, you don't know what it's going to right. attach to. And so the Faye are taking your things. Mm-hmm. And they, so this is where people are going to get tripped up because <laughs> they're, they're not going to believe that like... Yeah. The Fae could really take your three ring binder that you've had since yeah. fifth grade and like, now it's missing. Sometimes you just lost it, bro. Right. But why not just blame the Fae? But how does that happen? How does it happen that the Fae start taking your shit? Yeah. You let them in the house. And then it just like... They just poofs away. They take it. They to go... Their, to, their, the, to that plane. Exactly. That the Irish exactly. speak of. Exactly. They can bring it back. Mm-hmm. They don't often. Right. But they like... They're less likely to take a notebook and more likely to take a sparkly ring or shiny rock or something that's sparkly. That's what they really like. Like shiny AirPods. Yeah. Well, they are missing things that have been missing from my house (laughs) if you haven't picked it up yet. Little like AirPods. Right. If they know it's something important to you to get your attention, they're Mm going to do that. Um, And it's it's not always small items. It can be bigger, but that's what they're more likely to take. Right. Okay. So if you're like, where is that? Right. Mm, Just maybe do a check and cleanse. And then call and then call it back. Yeah. And like, I can feel fey energy in a house. Right. But I'm a weirdo. No, you're magical and lovely. Thank you. But like in a way that's different than most people. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you, I think you could teach yourself to feel it. Yes. It's a agree. very mischievous energy. You see stuff out of the corner of your eye all the time. It's like a little stream of light. Right. A lot of times it's green. What I see, Mm -hmm. it depends where you are and what kind of fae you have. Right. Um, it's an energy that you just feel like I can almost hear like, like maniacal laughter. Okay. Like that's fae. Right. Okay. You don't have to believe that. I don't care, but that's what it feels like. I believe you. As many times I walk into people's house and start clearing out (laughs) fae. Get out. You're the unsung hero. No one knows you're even like clearing their house for them. I don't even get credit. (laughs) No, you don't. (laughs) I mean, I would tell you, but I wouldn't tell anybody else probably. (laughs) Okay. Names is a big thing. Yes. Right. You culturally, it's believed that you don't ever want to give them your name. Yes. Your full name. Your birth full name. And some cultures say don't ever speak your name to any any energy exactly ever exactly and the belief behind that is that if someone knows your full name they have energetic power over, over you. you right okay so yeah. that's the belief and there's also a belief that you have a soul name mm-hmm. okay this isn't in all cultures but this is in a lot of european fey folklore is that your soul has a name oh so if you know someone's soul name then in every life you can control them Oh, I don't even know mine. I, I, I don't think that I have one. <laughs> I'd rather not know. I don't want to give it give it over to anyone. I've never downloaded that on somebody. Like, you know what your soul name is? Becca. Like, it's you definitely know what I mean? not Becca. <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that if I thought it was actually. <laughs> Becca. I don't know. That's when the when name I, popped into my When my soul was created, 
She looks like a Becca. 2,000 years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, I tried to pick a water name. I don't know if I succeeded. (laughs) (laughs) But like if if they know that, then they know something. And so there's a theory that like a lot of times you're named something that's either is your soul name or something that's very close to your soul name. Okay. Because like somehow energetically your parents just know to do that. Okay. So only nicknames with Faye. Okay. So when I'm interacting with Faye, I'm always like, you can call me H. Oh, okay. Okay. You can call me Hev. That's a nickname I have. I do not interact with them giving my full Heather. Oh. Now, would it be safe to? Most likely, as long as I didn't say like Heather Marie Wood or Heather Marie Silva. Like right. that might be more of a problem. But I'm extra cautious with right. Faye. So I'm just going to give them a nickname. Right. You also don't want to know their name. No. They're not going to tell you their name. Okay. But don't try to download it because you might be able to. And what would be the problem with that? It gives you power over them. It's like Beetlejuice. Yeah. It's, I think I would go I more. that movie. I know. I would go more along the lines of Rumpelstiltskin. Gotcha. But because they can come near you and stuff. But like you could, you could start to have control over them. And if you lose that control, they're most likely going to get revenge on you. Mad at you. Gotcha. Even if you did it by accident. Gotcha. So be careful not to try to like don't sit there this is something we see on fairy TikTok. yes yes i've got to know them i know their name like oh shit yeah you're in over your head so just if you want to becca you're (laughs) over your head if you just want to interact with them ask for a nickname or nickname i'm not asking anybody for names do people do that i've never asked i've never done that a lot of people do that oh little kids are really good at this like Mm. my son used to call a fey energy bluey because he just looked blue. It was blue to him. Perfect. That's exactly how you right. should nickname a fae if you wanted to. And that was before the advent of the cartoon Bluey. Way, yeah. yeah. Way, before. way before then. <laughs> yeah, your son's yeah. too old for that. Exactly. Right. So I'm just saying like yeah. those kinds of things, great. Right. Don't actually try to download their no. actual okay. name. Gotcha. Um, and if you think of like leprechauns have to give you their gold, if you learn, if you guess their real name, mm. that's like part of the story. Mm-hmm. Leprechaun lore. That's because they're fake. Oh, okay. okay. Gotcha. Rumpelstiltskin having them guess his name in order to have freedom. Right. That, because then they would have control over him. Like that gotcha. all comes from this fake concept. Gotcha. Do I spend a lot of time like losing sleep over this part? Uh, personally, no, no, but a lot right. of people are very strict about this. Yeah. Let's just say be careful if you're casting spells with or around Faye. Okay. They're better at it than you. Yes. Okay. So something like a binding spell, not a good idea. Okay. So I'm saying this because I specifically saw this on TikTok where somebody did a binding spell to a Faye so they could be connected to them. What? Yeah. No, please stop everybody. And they're thinking like, we're best friends. We're going to be connected to this energy forever. And I'm just like, oh, you're going down in a blaze of glory. Well, That's a terrible idea. And also, haven't you ever heard of consent? <laughs> right. Right. You know what I mean? Binding spells are tricky anyways. That Agreed. Could, spells could be a, an episode. Agreed. But I'm just, I don't advise anyone to do a binding no. spell unless you really understand what you're doing. Agreed. Just be careful. What I would say would Not be... Not to a fae. That's a terrible idea. No. It's like, let me bind myself to an energy that's way Chaos. more powerful than me. And, and chaotic. Completely chaotic. Right. Yeah. Yikes. Don't do it. No. Okay. The thing you could do with a spell would be like casting a circle okay. to protect your home or to like not let fae in. I actually would recommend that. 
I have done that. Yes, you have. You're very good at casting a circle. Yeah. That's fine. Right. Binding yourself, no. trying to like do something to a fae. They're stronger than you. It's like it's like if I went up to somebody who was really super strong and I punched them as hard as I could and it didn't even hurt them mm-hmm. and now they're mad at me and it can punch me way harder and right. actually hurt me. That's kind of what you're doing. Well, that's the problem that we see Faye as being like Tinkerbell. We think they're this little tiny cute thing. Yeah, that you just want to be connected to. Yeah, yeah, you don't get the actual energy of it. No. It, it, would you call in any random vampire to be connected to? No. So you shouldn't do that with Faye. Gotcha. Okay. I want to talk a little bit more about how they work, mm-hmm. but I think we should take a quick break Okay, and come back and do that. We'll be right back after this short break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey y'all, it's Jamie with a little shameless self-promotion. We've had a lot of people reaching out asking about distal Reiki. So I wanted to let you all know that yes, you can book a session with me. If you'd like some distance Reiki, get in touch with me and we will set it up for you. You know what goes great with podcast listening? A great cup of coffee from a great coffee shop. Yep. Beans roasted in-house, amazing baristas. You know where I'm talking about. Restoration coffee. Can we go? Yes, I need an Americano and maybe a panini too. Ooh, I need blueberry maple latte and probably a resto bowl. Yeah, check them out and visit restoration-coffee.com. Let's talk about what we're obsessed with this week. All right. So this week we are obsessed with synchronicities, which yes. I know is like a big thing in our, <laughs> in our world. world. <laughs> People love synchronicities. I too love them. I think I'm obsessed with them. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. see them a lot, but you have a, a, an idea about them. I do. And it, it came from a TikTok. A shock. <laughs> shocking (laughs) well i love synchronicities because i really think that they explain what most people describe as like the law of attraction and like getting signs like all of that i think falls under the umbrella of what a synchronicity is agreed and i think even a coincidence like someone's like oh what a coincidence i'm always like "Mm." exactly did you mean like what a sign from the universe Right. Okay. I mean, lots of people say there are no coincidences i'm one of the people who say that yeah okay so but the other the other element to this is that when people talk about magic, they mm-hmm. talk about it being like cuckoo. Right. Like woohoo. I I'm doing this magic to bring this into my life. Like and people get this idea that magic is this like unbelievable cuckoo woohoo thing that only certain people can do. Or even like a higher level magic, like um like that you're doing actual spells mm. you're doing actual spell work or you're calling certain things in that mm-hmm. it has to be this sort of very intentional high level work actual work exactly not or that it's something that people are pretending to do 
Right. Exactly. Okay. Magic is synchronicities. Agreed. So I like this concept because it's taking noticing synchronicities and showing you that magic is constantly around you. Exactly. Okay. So I know that sounds cheesy, but bear with me. No, I think it's actually true though. So the idea of this TikTok was to take a notebook, have it with you, Mm -hmm. and every time you notice a synchronicity to write it down for a week. I should actually do this. I'm, I want to do it. Yeah. Should we do it and then follow up it. about this? Yeah. Okay. I would love it if our listeners did it too and also followed up and we yeah. could share all of that data. Yeah. And you would just be blown away by how many you notice. Yeah. I think you would you're right. You would see yeah. all the magic and you would have a better a better viewpoint of like the, the quote unquote signs you're being shown. Exactly. Okay. I don't do this and I'm still already blown away all the time by mm-hmm. all the synchronicities. So can you imagine Correct. if we write it down? Right. Okay. And are you talking about like angel numbers or certain numbers? Because I see those. Everything. Like a million times a day. It literally would be anything that you saw. Okay. And people people mentioned this. Oh, I was thinking about that and someone mentioned it. Or I had a dream and then this happened. Anytime you see two or more okay. of something in your life, you write it down and start tracking all the times you see it. Okay. Now, it sort of has that. Um, intuitive thing like the purple car effect. Do you yes, know that? Yes. So like if I said to you, do you notice a lot of purple cars? You'd be like, not really. And I would say, okay, now I want you to notice purple cars. And, then and you would see, see them, them everywhere. Everywhere. Because right. it's like in your consciousness. Right. So it, I think it's part of that. Yeah. The signs. But it still would make you go like, oh yeah, there's magic everywhere. Like, yeah. I'm sick of everyone living on a giant rock that like is in of amount of space that is unmeasurable that like floats in circles around a fireball being like (laughs) why are you talking about magic that's so silly right right have you seen a tide exactly what you're talking about right magic is everywhere everywhere. yeah right so all right well let's do it then we'll report back and if you guys will report back as well yeah let us know that would be great all right let's talk about how the fae operates okay okay they are all about nature. They care. Yes. They're they're in nature. They're not really meant to be in your home. No. If you have a lot of plants in your home, also I should say you're kind of calling them in because you're bringing oh. nature in. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's a problem. Both you and I have right. a lot of plants in our home. <laughs> in fact, you have one of mine in rehab at your house. I do. Yeah. <laughs> I do. So just, just note like nature is what their energy is connected to. Yes. Okay. So you need to understand that and then you need to respect about them how they operate. Mm-hmm. Like if you're trying to make a fae help you with something or you're trying to like make a fae, you know, make your garden beautiful, mm-hmm. not a good idea. Gotcha. If you happen to notice fae around your garden and you honor them and ask for their blessing to your garden, fantastical idea. Then they'll do it. There's a difference own. there. Right, like exactly. do you hear the yeah. difference? Right. So don't try to control them, but no. align with them. If you If you go out to your garden, if you have one... And you sit there for a few minutes and you just try to detect if you feel any fey energy, mm-hmm. you will. Okay. And then you're just going to ask if they can align and bless your garden. And then I would leave some shiny rocks or candies out for them. Gotcha. I think this might be like getting too trippy for some of our some of our people. It might be not at all trippy for a lot of our people. But I think when you're talking about 
asking for help. Mm. I think we're really used to asking angels or guides for help because that's literally their purpose. Exactly. Is to help humans Mm -hmm. and to help you on your journey of whatever you're here to do. Mm -hmm. So like if you call in Archangel Michael or Archangel whomever, they want to help you. See our episodes on the Archangels. (laughs) Exactly. You can't make that assumption about Faye. They don't, no. they're not here to help you. No. They're part of the earth. They're part of the planet and like the energy of this planet. Yes. They don't want to help your garden. No. But if you come across a Faye that's around your garden. Right. Or you just randomly ask for the blessings of any Faye right. for your garden. Then maybe you'll all find something. Right. Yeah. But if you're like, Faye, you must come help my garden. Me. Come help me. Right. Ooh, bad ideas. Right. Yeah. Okay. They are not human or Tinkerbell. No. Don't treat them those ways. Correct. Okay. Even though Tinkerbell had some murderous tendencies, yeah, she but still, still is portrayed as a lot different. Yeah. Think about with a fae, if you came across a stray cat or a stray dog. Okay. Would you just walk right up and pet it? No, I'd be cautious. Exactly. Same okay. mindset with fae. If okay. I'm like, ooh, feel some fae energy going on. I'm not going to run up and hug it. Gotcha. Okay. I'm going to be like, hmm, what kind of fae are you? Let me feel out your energy. Okay. Interesting. That makes sense. I'm also immediately going to try to protect my energy fields Agreed. no matter what. Right. But, okay. Work with them. You don't work for them. Now, we talked about how you don't want to f- try to control them. Yep. But you also don't want to do their bidding for them. No. Okay. I know this is getting trippy again. Right. But this is fae lore. That mm-hmm. like if you start doing things that they ask of you, that they will then have control over your energy. That makes sense. Okay. So if you feel like a fae asked you a favor, be careful. Okay. Don't don't necessarily just do it. No. Okay. There's also some things I've seen that says to not thank a fae directly. Okay. I don't. I've never had a problem with that personally. I'll okay. just say thank you. But sometimes there's like, they say that's an energetic exchange where you're handing over power. So consider oh, that. Okay. Okay. All right. Some don't want you in certain places. Okay. So have you ever walked into like an area of the woods and just been like, I need to nope. get the hell yes. out of here? Yeah. That could be Fey energy wanting you to get out. Okay. I would get out. Or it could be a serial killer. There could be a serial killer nearby. There could be an animal right. lurking. There could be a lot of things. <laughs> Any, either way. Doesn't matter. Just yeah. Serial killer get to, get to or Faye. <laughs> get out of the woods. Get out. Yeah. But, you know, even like in different bodies of water, like there's Faye yeah. protects those things. Right. So you, if you. That's detect- happened to me in water. Really? And it wouldn't be a serial killer, I don't think. There was like a Unless serial killer underwater. floating in a tube coming down the coming down the river. <laughs> I have felt that in water. Yes. I have been in water and been like, oh no, I need up. to move over here. Like I need to get like out of this patch. Just do that. Yep. Whatever you I think did. is telling you. Yeah, no, I know you did. <laughs> but anybody, whatever you yeah. think is telling you that, yeah. it doesn't matter. It's your intuition and just move. Mm. Okay. Don't eat any food they give you or accept any gifts. Okay. All right. So the lore is that if they if you eat their food, you will no longer have a taste for food here on our plane. You'll how, only want the how other do you plane. get food from them? Apparently, they leave it for you as a gift. Oh, just don't eat food that you find around. Don't eat strange food, <laughs> right? I mean, Snow White taught us that. She did. She learned that don't the hard way. Don't take food from a stranger, right? Just be cautious. Yeah. There's a lot of like folklore stories about Faye taking human form and selling food. Oh, okay. 
I don't think I would really get too worried about that. I wouldn't that. either. I would just say... I think that's a, probably a story to teach people the lesson. Not like It's not like a literal translation. It's like myth- mythological stories. Right. right. So, yeah. Right. Be aware. But I don't really Agreed. think that's a big deal. Gifts from them. Like some people will say like, I'm so excited because I left, you know, a bunch of shiny rocks and they were gone. And when I came back, there was a bigger rock. Don't take it. Oh, okay. Okay. That's... That's the lore. I have never had anything like this happen, but that's the lore that you should not accept a gift. Okay. Okay. I will tell you something that did Mm. happen to me though. Okay. In a dream, I had Faye offer me food. Oh, really? And I did not take it. I knew not to take it. So I'm just saying, I don't, I would imagine if they have access to other planes that they could probably get to you in a dream. Wow. Okay. That's good to know. Do I think... That that's actually going to happen if you definitely eat food from a fae in a dream that you'll never be able to eat food again. Right. No, I don't, right. to be honest with you. I agree. But I respect fae and I'm not interested in challenging any of these things. Gotcha. Same. Okay. All right. Don't stand in a fairy ring. Okay. Have you What's ever that? seen a circle of mushrooms? Yes. Those are considered fairy rings and they are, huh. in the lore, they are portals to their other plane. See, you tell someone that and they're going to want to do it. Well, I'm going to tell you right now that as a kid, I would spend a lot of time in those. I think I did too. Yeah. I don't know that it's necessarily true. This Mm. is the lore. Right. Now that I know this, I do not enter them. Mm. But as a kid, I remember finding them all the time and being like, I'm setting up and I'm playing inside this ring for five hours. (laughs) And now I am a weirdo with a lot of issues. So I don't know if we can (laughs) put it back to there. But as a kid, you also probably didn't go in there trying to boss people around or, you know what I mean? Like you were, no, you know, right. I also think kids just have a more natural sense of like the, like Faye and all these kinds of things. So something in me probably knew it was okay. Right. I think you were probably more in tuned with it and probably, probably more respectful. Probably. As a kid, just like intuitively respectful of the boundaries. Right. Right. I would leave it alone. The other thing I would not do as an adult because I, I, this happened to me last year. There was a little ring of mushrooms out right before you'd go into the woods. Mm-hmm. And I had the thought of like, pull it up, get rid of it. So no oh. one stands in it. And then I was like, no, I'm not no. going to destroy a fairy ring. Right. That's a terrible idea. Just leave it. Maybe yeah. don't enter it. It's mind your business, human. I don't think I totally believe it's a bad thing, right. but I also wouldn't want to go into someone else's fairy ring if it wasn't. Agreed. So right. just be cautious of that. The term glamours, um, mm. that's what's called what it's called when a fae like hides or disguises itself. Okay. So it's said that like a fae could disguise itself as a butterfly or a human or just disappear. Like it could just use a glamour so that you couldn't see that it was right by you. Fae energy isn't necessarily little, like you think of a fairy. Right. Like figurine size. Right. It can be huge. Mm. So it can be disguising itself in the woods, but it can be like a giant size. So mm. just don't believe that it's they're just little. I think they would probably like you to think that, to be honest, but be careful. That's more of the trickery. Exactly. I love the idea of a glamour, actually. When I'm reading a book and the character can like glamour themselves, I love it. maybe that's my weak point. That's where I'm susceptible against the because you love the, the glamour. I love a glamour. <laughs> I want. I want a glamour. I want a gl- careful. We're not calling <laughs> See, in a, a exactly. fae with glamour. Yeah. Right. Right. You got to be careful of things like that. 
I do, to me, I'm a, a sucker for like the, the lore and the stories. I love reading about them and right. that calls them in. So right. like whatever your thing is, you're just going to be aware. Right. That's it. That's all. Okay. So there are so many stories of Faye doing stuff. So I'm just going to tell you all the different ones I found. Okay. Bad luck. Mm-hmm. Stealing items. We hear that all the time. Yep. Hurting animals. That's not nice. I don't really believe that Faye would do that unless it was like a really bad animal. Yeah, I don't either. The stories were like of, in pagan times, of them like hurting like the cow that produced the milk. Oh, so it's more like hurting you through your your yeah, cow. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay. Hurting crops. Same. Okay. Temporary, temporary eyesight issues, including blindness. Oh, that's not nice okay. either. Bruising cramps maybe you have check fey in your uterus currently I, currently i do <laughs> strokes and murder well that's not nice either no Jeez. right again i i don't really think that like the fey are coming in stealing and murdering, murdering children you, and right. i did find stories that say that okay but also i don't know that i believe vampires exist and maybe they do but i also don't know if they sparkle in the sun or they just melt in the sun or can't eat garlic like I just respect the lore. Right. And um, right. Agreed. Exactly. It comes from something. And you also don't know like who wrote that particular lore and what the intention was. Exactly. You know, exactly. If you look at like, I'm trying to think of an older vampire reference besides Twilight and my brain's like going Bram blank. Stoker's Dracula. Yeah. You look at Dracula lore and right. you look at Twilight lore. They're different. Yes. But they both come from some centralized something. Idea. But right. they're like exaggerated stories about it. Right. I don't think anyone thinks that the person who wrote Twilight, what's her name? Uh, Stephanie Myers. Oh, good job. <laughs> <laughs> I've read a lot of vampire stories. <laughs> so... I don't think she thought that was really happening. No, she definitely did. She did not. Okay. So I'm, what I'm just saying is these stories that we're reading from pagan times, we can't differentiate if these were like lesson stories or just like fun things to tell around the fire. Exactly. So that's what right. I'm saying. Okay. Children are more connected to them. We've yep. said that before. They are way more likely to see them. Mm-hmm. All right. You attract like fey energy. Oh, Okay. So if you're in a shit mood, mm-hmm. thinking about fairies, you're going to bring in some shit fairies. Gotcha. That makes sense. <laughs> like, it, right. you know what I mean? Right, right, and, right. But what you have to be careful of is like if other people come into your home mm-hmm. and they're into them, or, like I wouldn't let that lady on TikTok who turns herself into a fae into my house. No, exactly. Like, do you know what I mean? Yes. So it's not just you personally. It's the people around you. Yes. If you have a daughter super into fae, mm-hmm. she's going to keep calling them in. And if she's <laughs> if she's playing with her, her fae toys when she's in a bad mood, right. be ready to clear. Gotcha. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So there's a belief that the fae can't lie. They have to tell the truth. But they use all kinds of word tricks to get around it. Okay. And I'm sure you've heard old timey stories about that. Like Rumpelstiltskin yeah. couldn't lie. Like things like that. I've heard lots of stories with lots of different creatures that couldn't lie. But they would be tricky on how right. they would talk, exactly. right? This comes right. from fae lore. Right. This is what they say about them. Hmm. Okay. okay. I suggest you find a fae, not call in a fae. We talked about this. Mm-hmm. Just, oh, stumble upon a fae. Or say something like, if there's any fae in this area. Right. And interact and then clear. Okay. And not inside your house. Gotcha. Okay. Don't call them. No. Okay. Their energy is very different from like a spirit or angel, but people confuse them a lot. Okay. So this is hard because not everyone interprets angel energy and spirit energy in like the same way. And like some people don't really know strongly. 
spirits and angels aren't trying to mess with you. No. Could a spirit be like blinking a light bulb to get your attention? Yes. Yeah. Could an angel make a banging noise to get your attention? We've heard it on this podcast before. We, we have. Yeah. <laughs> See our Archangel Michael episode. Exactly. But are they going to steal your stuff? Are they going to no. make the energy in the room feel weird or funny? Like a lot of times people go into a house that they say is haunted. And I walk in and I'm like, it's just a shit ton of fey energy in here. Interesting. So it's different. I don't know that I can necessarily explain how it's different, but... Well, there's also probably not a, even if you did explain the difference, it would probably read differently for a lot of different people. Yes. Even if you did, you know what I mean? Right. One place where I feel a ton of fey energy is Salem, Mass. Mm. And I think it's because a lot of people confuse what witch, what witches really are. Like there's a lot of yes, 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 strange yes, yes. energy in this place. <sighs> Yeah, that Do you makes know what a I lot mean? of sense. So, right. If you go up there thinking about witches as like green ladies on broomsticks, yeah, and not like what a witch really is, then you're going to be more likely to call in the energy of fae. Yeah, and if you think of witches as like demon worshippers, yeah. you're calling in fae. Even if you think that that's cool and you're going up to Salem to celebrate it. Exactly. It's still not what a witch really is. That's more of what a fae is. And remember, there was no never any devil in pagan culture Correct. there was never a pure evil or pure good being right so when you're like saying that that they worship the devil and you're getting into that you're going to call in a lot of negative dark right. fey energy right that's not even accurate either it's not, it's not accurate it's not right. right so just keep that in mind so to me this is going to sound trippy mm-hmm. but there there will be times where i see fey but they're humans Yes. Okay. So I will say like, I would most likely describe it as like a demon energy or I would, you know what I would actually say? That didn't look quite right. I don't totally buy that meat suit. You do say that. You say that. I do. You're like that, that is not human. Yeah. And you do say the meat suit part. I do. (laughs) (laughs) So not everyone is looking at that like I am and not everyone believes it and that's fine. That actually happened to us in Salem. In Salem. 100%. There was a homeless person that was sitting there. There's a lot of homeless people in Salem. Salem. And I was interacting with him and gave him money. And as I was handing him money, I realized that it was a fae and immediately had to protect my energy because I just gave him a gift. Money, right. Yeah. And I came back and was like, that wasn't a human. (laughs) You're like, shit. Right. Now, do I think some people would hear that and be like, okay, Heather. Bullshit. I think people listening right now are thinking that. That's fine. I, right. I don't, it doesn't matter. Some right. of us just can feel energy that doesn't really quite feel human. Right. And I think a lot of people who are probably skeptical listening to you say this, they've had experiences where they've been like, something wasn't right. Yeah. Like that something's off. Something's like something wasn't right with that. They're just not extrapolating out to like as far as you can take it with your own intuition. Yeah. And but I'm, they're picking up that like yes. it's off. I'm just, I'm just naming it something different than they are. Right. Is really all that's happening. You're seeing more of it than they are. Yeah. Right. If I wouldn't just like in company of muggles say it. Right. I said it to you. Exactly. I wouldn't just to anyone say it. Right. When I'm with like your daughter. Right. I'll give her a glance and she'll give me one back. And we both are like (laughs) looking at the the person walking by like, okay, you're tricking people, but not us. Right. Right? Like some of us just feel that way. Right. Do I want to die on the hill that I'm right about that? I don't, I don't care. 
I don't, that's the right. thing about pagan culture. It's like, there isn't a script to follow. We're not all believing the same thing. No. And they, and they might be very similar things that pagan, different pagan traditions are believing, but they're all variated across yes. cultures. Yes. So there's no right. There's no wrong. Exactly. Exactly. So do some digging into different mm-hmm. cultures, folklore on Fae. Right. There are some really cool people on TikTok who talk about it. Mm-hmm. Follow them. Yes, there are. We'll post some. There's yes. that one woman that we love. Yes. She has the master's degree in, in yes. folklore. In folk she magic. Show, yes. She shows it every time. Yes. She Piper is her name, yeah, I think. Piper. Yeah. She's on, on our TikTok, I like shouted her out and tagged her on one. So if you scroll back to when I talk about Faye mm-hmm. on one of my TikToks, you'll see it. But we can post another yeah. one. Maybe we'll do at one of hers or something. She's great. Like different ones like that. But just read it as like, oh, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. You don't have to believe it or not believe it. It's just right. you're just learning something about different cultures and Agreed. what they believe. Agreed. So choose it or not. I'm going to choose to be very careful with the Fae. Whether Always. or not you believe it, they can still mess with you. Yeah, I want my three ring binder back. Is that why you use that example? Yes. <laughs> what kind of three ring binder? What was in it? It was a, a three-ring binder. It was bright green, and it was given to someone in my family when they were in fifth grade. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting it, timing, Jamie. Right. And it went away, and, it, and she had it for years, and it just disappeared. Interesting. And for a while, we didn't replace it because I was like, there's no way this thing just like disappeared. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we couldn't get it back. Yeah. Didn't this happen with earbuds, and you did get them back? Yes. Okay. So... I think that's a good example because you're not always going to get it back. No. It depends on the fae. Right. Yeah. Sometimes you're just dumb. Something's done with you. Like a crystal can just be done with you and explode yeah. on your neck like happens to you. It's really <laughs> obnoxious how often it happens to me. People are like, how come you don't wear like crystally necklaces? You just wear like rings and earrings. Like, well, it's safer for them to explode off of my digits right. than my chest. Right. Exactly. Like, sometimes it hurts. Right. So I think we were just done with the three ring binder. But... I guess. But I mean, anything like that. And I sort but it of... had sentimental value. That's the weird part about it. I know right. it's weird to have a three ring binder that it was. No, I don't think so. It was created by someone like. Yeah. It was a gift. It was a gift from yeah. someone. And so yeah. that I think that's why it was more like that. Why it was a good take. It was a good steal. Yeah. You had a fae around that had like some negative, right. wanted to mess with you. Right. Yeah. Or with her. Right. Yeah. So <laughs> it makes sense. Yeah. So just be careful. I also feel like sometimes something goes missing and I can tell it's a fae yep. or it's just misplaced. Like you can kind of feel it. Right. right. Yeah. It's again that like yes. mischievous energy to it. Even I, who I will say forever that I'm not great at like actually visually picking things up, even just like energetically, I don't, I know when something's off, but I don't exactly know what it is. Yeah. Even for me, like when something goes missing, I can tell. Yes. Like, oh, that's still here or that's never coming back. Yes, right. exactly, exactly. Right. Colin Archangel Shamuel, we'll yes. do an episode on him at He's some my point. Favorite, yeah. He's great, but mm-hmm. like, if a fae has taken it, you're probably right. You're just gonna if it's a nice fae, they might give it back. If right. not, you might just have to be gone, live without. Right. Yeah, interesting. All right, so everyone protect themselves. Do something to clear your space. Right. You can even put on like, like that. Like frequency music? Yes. It doesn't have to be anything big. Like if you no, feel no. like a, a dork, like walking around ringing bells in your house. I mean, first of all, just call Jamie and I. We. Oh my God, I love that. My neighbors are probably like, what the hell? Jamie's performing a seance again. Yeah. Right. I mean, especially when I would do the th- stuff where like you're supposed to go outside and scream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
I would like text my neighbors first. Like, That's easier where you live. My neighbors are like, <laughs> like high five them from my You backyard. live in the big city. Right. I live in the country. <laughs> right. But a, a woman screaming at the like top of her lungs from yeah. a deep guttural place right. caught, does even in the country cause <laughs> some problems. Some problems. <laughs> so I'm just saying like, just, yeah. just be the weirdo in the neighborhood. That's yeah. great. Absolutely. Yeah. But that frequency music does work. You pick like yeah. the vibration that yeah. like work that you think works for you and it will, right. it'll clear it. Not promoting MLMs, but essential oils are also a great way of like diffuse them <sighs> to like clear a space. Don't you hate that we have to say that now about essential oils? Like asterisks, not promoting MLMs, but essential oils are great. They do work for some things. Yeah. MLMs are not. Essential oils are plants. Exactly. <laughs> plants are great. And they can be very helpful with certain things. Right. So so there are very there are lots of like cleansing oils or mm-hmm. cleansing herbs that you could use. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I just think really loud music that doesn't trigger too much emotion could right. clear. So there's lots of ways to do it. I would just do it now at the end of this episode. Or just do it weekly just for all oh, for, for all, all energy, energy not, not just, just Faye. Yeah. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> if your kids really into like Tinkerbell, mm. do a few Every extra night. clearings. Every night after they go to bed, yeah, clear it out. Clear it out. Have them do it. Mm. Have them ring a bell to love. clear it out. Teach them. Yes, I yeah. love that. Yeah. And really in the world we live in right now, we need to be clearing our spaces more often. All the energy. I mean. It needs to be cleared. Yeah, exactly. Mm. All right. Let's go give ourselves a snack and also put one out for the Fae to honor them. Yes. What do you think? A little sure. gift. All right. share. Just to protect our space. Okay. We'll share. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Hey everyone, Heather and I have an ask for you. If you love this episode or if you love the IGG, can you do us a favor? We need you to go onto whatever platform you listen on and download, subscribe, like, love, whatever it's asking you to do. Can you go do those things for us on the platforms that you listen on? It would mean so much to us. Thanks for listening to our episode. For a way to get in touch with us, please visit our website, intuitivegirlsguide.com. We love hearing your feedback on our episodes.